listening to audio from Faith Church, located on the north side of Indianapolis. If you'd like to check out more information about our church and ministry, please visit faithchurchindy.com. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Lord became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes before me, after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made himself known. Thanks, you can be seated. Well, good evening, everyone. Merry Christmas. It's good to see you all here. And those of you who are joining us online tonight, I am Jeff, one of the pastors here. And for the last four weeks, we uh, here at Faith Church have been going through this first section of John's Gospel leading up to Christmas. What do you think of when you think of Christmas, especially any kids who are here? What do you think of? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus? Okay, good. What else? Presents, all right. Maybe candy, cookies. We had lots of treats downstairs. Funny hats. Some people think of red hats with pom-poms on them when it comes to Christmas. When you think of, sorry, what else? Anthems, carols, angels. Light? Oh, good. So when you think about Christmas from the Bible, specifically, what do you think of? What are some of the things that we've sung about or heard about tonight? Angels? Manger? Shepherds? Glory and a baby? A baby in a manger? Mary? Star? Yeah, very good. Uh, John's Gospel tells a very different kind of Christmas story from the one that we often think of. In Luke's Gospel, we have the angel visiting Mary and Mary visiting Elizabeth and John the Baptist being born. And uh, in Matthew's Gospel, we get the the sort of human genealogy, the background of Jesus and the angel visiting Joseph. And uh, Luke tells us about them traveling to Bethlehem. And Matthew talks about Herod the king being angry and threatened by this baby that's being born and, and the family having to flee into Egypt. John doesn't give us any of those 
details around what took birth, what took place around Jesus' birth. John has a Christmas story, but it's a different kind of Christmas story. It's a, a deep Christmas story. John doesn't go so much into the what happened when Jesus was born, but he tells us why Jesus was born and who Jesus is. And at least three significant things that we want to just look at real quickly tonight that help us make sense of Christmas, why we celebrate, and what God wants us to take from Christmas celebrations. The, the first thing is John's Christmas story explains the nature of Jesus. John's Christmas story tells us who Jesus is. He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John is saying this Word that's coming into the world has a divine nature. What's interesting is Mark begins his story of Jesus' life with some similar language. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, or the good news. And it's possible that John is, in effect, saying, Mark told you about the beginning of Jesus' public ministry. I want to tell you about Jesus' real beginning from all the way back. The gospel starts way farther back than Jesus doing ministry or even Jesus being born. It starts back before the beginning of everything in eternity. Matthew, Mark, and Luke all point to Jesus' birth as the beginning. John takes us back to say he's been here from forever. You, you can't hear, you can't read what John is saying and miss the fact that Jesus is God. That Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus is described as being eternal with God, having the same divine nature as God, being the creator of all things. All things came into being through him, and nothing exists apart from what he made. John goes on to tell us that in Jesus, in him, was life. Jesus is life, and that life is the light of everyone. Jesus is not just a wise man. He's not a prophet. He's not a good example to follow. He's God in the flesh. And John wants us to slow down and think about what that means. If this is real, then what do you do with the God in the flesh? We should worship him. We should love him. We should trust him. We should obey him. We should follow him. John's Christmas story also introduces the mission of Jesus, why Jesus came into the world. He says that the true light which gives life to everyone was coming into the world. And even though he was in the world and the world was made through him, the world did not know him. His own did not see him. So here's kind of the first sour note in this story. This God who made everything came into the world he made, but instead of welcoming and loving him, they didn't even acknowledge him. And John says, God has come into this world for this reason. The Word 
God himself became flesh to dwell among us. And John there is echoing in the original language uh, an Old Testament picture. He literally says the word tabernacled among us. He's pointing back to this place that God set aside where he met with his people. That it's the, the holy tent where God's presence dwelled. And, and the truth of Christmas is this that John's pointing at. God took on human flesh to live with us, to be with us. The God who gave life to everyone came to live, to be with us. And, and that says God loves you. God cares about you. God wants to be in your life and, and have you know him. And that point about the light shining in the darkness and the darkness not understanding it, the, the light coming into his own and not being accepted, that's a point that John wants to drive home, that God is a loving God who does not want to leave us in the darkness to wander around broken and lost. Because that tabernacle that John is echoing back to is the place where a holy God could meet with sinful people through the sacrifice of a spotless substitute. All those animals that were sacrificed. It was picturing something important, that, that our sin, our not recognizing God, our wandering in the darkness is rebellion against God. We're, we're guilty of turning our backs on the Creator and ignoring and rejecting Him. But instead of bringing judgment, God comes in Jesus to bring forgiveness and rescue and life. And He does it in an unusual way. God chooses weakness and vulnerability to enter the world as a baby. And he continues to choose weakness and humility and vulnerability when he goes to a cross to die as a spotless sacrifice that would reconcile us to his Father. Jesus loves his own enemies to death rather than bringing vengeance and judgment on them. And in a world that loves power and control and dominating enemies, Christmas proclaims a God who saves through sacrificial love. That's the mission of Jesus. And John's Christmas story is offering us the gift of Jesus. John says that God himself has come to live, to dwell among us. Again, back to this image of this place in the Old Testament where heaven and earth come together, where God and man are united and, and where they can live together in, in peace and joy and with life. And John is saying Jesus is the new tabernacle, the, the one that replaces all the old ways. It's, it, he is where a holy God and a sinful people can meet and be reconciled. And, and he talks about this saying that 
we have seen in him the fullness of God's grace and truth. Grace is a, a rich biblical word that basically means God's undeserved goodness. It's, it's his unearned favor. It, it's the Bible's way of saying where there's nothing in us that says, I am worthy of God's love and kindness and blessing. Grace means God gives us what we don't deserve. Jesus comes to bring us light and life and forgiveness and peace and hope and rescue. You know, at this time of year, uh, we probably all experience in varying degrees being kind of overwhelmed with all the commercialism and consumerism around Christmas, you know, looking for the must-have toy or uh, thinking about all the people that we need to send cards to or buy presents for because they sent us a card and, and you know, they gave us a present and, you know, we need to get right, we, we want to be on their good side and we owe them something. And it's good to remember, to be reminded of God's grace at this time of year, a gift that we cannot earn that we do not deserve and we simply receive with gratitude and joy because God is love and he came into this world to give us the fullness of his unearned, undeserved kindness. That's who Jesus is. That's God with skin on the undeserved kindness that God wants you to know in knowing Jesus. There's a passage that we often think of from one of Jesus' followers, the Apostle Paul. We normally hear it at weddings, but it's not really about marriage. He's picturing what God's love looks like. He says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It doesn't rejoice over injustice, but rejoices when the truth prevails. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Love always hopes and endures through everything. That's who Jesus is. Do you see? And, and that's who Jesus has come to be and, and who he offers himself for you as God and Savior. John's Christmas story gives us this powerful, profound statement. The Word, God himself, becomes human and lives among us. That's the point of Christmas. That's what we're celebrating. God left heaven and came to earth and took on a human body to dwell, to tabernacle among us, to bring us truth, to love us, to save us. Jesus is the meeting place of heaven and earth. And Jesus wants you to know him and know that love in a way that saves and forgives and rescues and changes you and gives you hope and life. John tells us in the beginning of this gospel, to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children in the most profound 
lasting, life-changing way. And, and then he wraps up this whole story of Jesus' life saying kind of the same thing in a different way at the very end of this book. These things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Jesus came to bring you life. As we, as we go from here and we enjoy all the treats and the presents and the family and the celebrations, those are wonderful gifts that we thank God for. And they're all pointing us to the ultimate gift that God wants you to know, the gift of his son and the life and the joy and the family relationship with him that he offers to all who trust him and believe in him. Don't miss those essentials this Christmas. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you so much for this reminder, this gift of your Son that we celebrate at Christmas. That Jesus did not come to give us rules to follow or simply an example to emulate or philosophy for how to live a better life, but came to give us himself and in knowing him that we would have life and walk in your light. Oh God, help us to see and treasure and follow Jesus today and in the days to come, that in knowing him and trusting him, we may have life and light. We pray in Jesus' name with gratitude and joy. Amen.